2019 Legends of John Fantasy Football Podcast. Your host, Narf Money, live at you from the zero from Chicago. I am joined by Hudson. We are talking about first place Narf being six and three with the number one point differential in fantasy. Who we want to take down in the playoffs, dream matchups, Hudson's lawyer and career, Packers, John alumni games, everything else. Listen up, John's first place Narf! so exciting all right well i haven't done my intro yet all right johns week nine is over we are one week closer to narf's domination in the playoffs i'm joined by hudson to talk about it what's up man not much this has got to be like the last you know the latest in the season you've been in first place ever um i'm glad you, that was my first question if you knew who was in first place in the league so i'm glad you did your homework uh this might be the first time in the modern era i've ever been in first place I'm not sure if that's true, but I feel like it is. What are your chances of making the playoffs? Like, 100%. I would even bump it up to 200%, actually. That's I will take any bet for any odds that I will make the playoffs. Not, not, I'm, I'm you, you don't have to do it. I'm throwing that out there to the league, to the listeners. I will make the playoffs. The thing is, like, all of us are pretty jumbled up other than... Vigo and uh, Noah Moose. No, I think it's Noah, isn't it? Isn't Noah up to four wins too? Mm. No, it's Noah. Yeah, You're it's right. Noah. Right. Noah's lunch of leftovers. Vigo's one Smith Funk Gronk. Both of those are, are old team names. So you okay? So you're saying like 10, 10, 10 teams are within like two games, basically? Yeah, right. Okay, so all I need to do is get to seven wins because because of my points tiebreaker. No one's ever. Missed at seven wins, um, by if they were like have the tiebreaker, like people miss at seven wins by not having the tiebreaker. Yeah, I guess you have actually the most points in the league too. Wow, you actually have a good team. I have the most points in the league. I'm number one in par. What I'm trying to say is like no one's ever missed at seven by six teams getting to eight wins. So I have. Right. I am not right. worried about my ability to win a tiebreaker against anyone. I'm currently seventy points up on Lamb Chop. And then, like, 500 points up on everyone else. So, I, I feel pretty good. How How is your team good? If I guess you're sort of still relying on Eckler. How is my team good? You want to come up it's with like, a question like that? You have these shitty players who are just, like, good at fantasy but not at football. Like, okay. James Winston and Mike Evans and, like, so, Cooper Cup, who I, I don't think I... Right. So so think is. about what you just said. I have players who are good at fantasy but not at football. And we're playing fantasy football, so fine. I'd rather players that are good at but fantasy. Like, is Jameis Winston going to get benched next week and then you don't have a quarterback? No, because Fitzpatrick's also is on the Miami now. He's also on my team. He's starting this week. Um, I my, Miami does not have a backup quarterback. Jameis isn't getting benched. Jameis isn't playing bad. He, he was really good against Seattle. I mean, not really good. He was as good as he can be against Seattle last week. 
Doesn't he have like 30 interceptions? Yeah. 12 interceptions and yeah. four fumbles. Yeah, that's yeah. terrible. He, he, he has two turnovers every single game. I, that was 100% factored into my decision-making. He's also like one of four quarterbacks to be averaging 300 yards. I'm rounding up. He's at like 299.5. He throws two touchdowns a game. Like, yeah. If he didn't turn it over, he'd be like the number one or two quarterback. But he does, so he'll be like number eight. But that's still fine. I think that the rule should change so that interceptions and fumbles are worth more negative points. That would have affected my ability or my decision to draft him. Do you actually yeah, think like, that, or are you just saying that against James Winston? Pick. No, I think that like with all the yards you can tack on for quarterbacks. I think they get so many points now. It should be a way to differentiate them. And interceptions is a pretty good way to do it. I don't disagree. Like, two, throwing two interceptions is much worse for your team than throwing one touchdown. And we count, and we, those would even out in our world. So I agree with you from that perspective. Like, throwing one interception is much worse than throwing one touchdown is good. Yes, for sure. Um, um the thing we do with quarterback scoring, and I proposed this a couple years ago, and Anton just vetoed it, is like the the second bonus has to be above 400 yards. It needs to be at like 450 or 500. What do you mean the second bonus? I so there's, there's a yardage. Everyone has a first yardage bonus. For wideouts, running backs, it's 100. For quarterbacks, it's 300. Then there's a second yardage bonus. For wideouts, running backs, it's 200. So 2x. And that almost never right. happens. There's like one or two games a season where a wide out running back gets 200 yards for quarterbacks. It goes from 300 to 400, which is not a huge increase. And like, it's not that uncommon at all for a quarterback to throw 400 yards right now. So you're saying it should be 500 or something that like, propo- like, almost even, never happens. Even 450, like it needs to be h- harder. Like the difference from 300 to 400 is not nearly as meaningful as the difference from like hundred to 200 rushing yards. There's like one 200 yard rushing game a season. Like it, right, it's right. Not no, it common. should be. Yeah, the the positions are all screwed up. Where like something is just like some some positions are so much more valuable than others. Uh, quarterbacks. Right, but not just quarterback, but like rushing quarterbacks are particularly valuable. And fucking like someone yeah. like James White, who's on my team, is like a very good, you know, second running back, despite not being a good player at all yeah just because we get tpr i wouldn't say james white's not a good player he he like he won the patriots at super bowl when they beat the falcons like four years ago i mean i get that that was four years ago but he does one thing right he just catches like six yard passes running backs to catch passes out of the backfield is like really valuable like that's like more valuable than a running back that's good at running basically um i think running is still the most important thing it does help but Uh, I don't know. So if you if you want to get into how is my team good, we can start with who's the number one wideout in fantasy. Oh, Mike Evans, Narf. Who's number three wideout in fantasy? Oh, Cooper Cup, Narf. And I knew Cooper Cup was going to be awesome this season. Um, let's back that up with DJ Moore, who's number twenty five right now. That's great for a third wideout. Or John Brown is twenty one. Four four wideouts, two wide elite wideout ones, and two wideout twos. That's amazing. Then, but you know that I have the first running back and the first quarterback. I don't think anyone's ever done that. First of all, probably it's been done. I haven't really looked at your team much yet in, in prep. We'll get. We'll. Listen, we'll get. We're not on your team yet, dude. So, we don't have an agenda. I just thought we were bouncing around. Slow it down. We are bouncing around, but we're going to bounce around my team a little bit more. So stick with me. <laughs> um, the number four and five running backs, Eckler and Elliott. That sounds great to me. And Elliott, by the way, is number five and hasn't even had a huge game yet. He's been, like, 100 yards in touchdown every game, which is great. I'm not complaining. I'm saying, like, he's got his, like, 35, 40-point game in him. I'm ready for it to come out. Eckler, yeah, he's not number four anymore with Melvin Gordon. But is he a startable running back, too? 100%. Like, here are his games with Gordon. 15, 4, that's one bad game. 25, 9, 11. If he gets 10 points, fine. My team's good enough elsewhere. Uh, Winston and Wentz, not amazing. They're both like 9-10, but it's not a weakness at quarterback. Hunter Henry, who I picked up off fucking waivers for nothing because Anton just dropped him. Top three, top four tight end going forward. Um, picked up the Eagles D and their playoff schedules like Giants, Redskins, Giants. So I'm pretty happy with that. You're already looking at the playoffs? When you're, yes, I'm looking at the fucking playoffs, man. 
When you're I six really and hope three, you don't make it. I think there's like a decent chance scored, you blow this. You look at the fucking playoffs. If I don't know what you're doing if you're not, but yeah. So that's that's just a little bit about my team. I I, I could go on if you needed me to. I think the league wants like at least ten more minutes of that. The league wants more podcasts. And last week was fucking Anton's fault because we were scheduled for Wednesday. He bailed. He rescheduled for Friday. Also bailed. Um, so I'm glad you came through, even though you canceled on me yesterday. Uh, I did cancel on you yesterday, but I didn't have volleyball tonight, so I made it work. We're all here. No, that's fair. I was actually going to cancel on you yesterday and ask if we could do today, but then you asked first, so I'll, I'll put the phone <laughs> on you. Um, you what are you volleyball? doing on a Wednesday night? Yeah, I play, like, recreational sports still. How, like, are you good at volleyball? Like, how competitive is this? Um, last season, we were in the, like, fourth division, and we won all of our games. And then we moved up to the third division by choice, and we've lost all of our games. So this is, like, indoor six-on-six? Six? Uh, it's, it's on sand in a, in a park in Brooklyn, and it's six-on-six, six, yeah. Is it indoor or outdoor? It's on sand, so it's outdoors. I- Sand could be indoors, but okay. that would be a mess. But yeah, no, it, it's outside. It's like pretty cold at this point. So that's why I was thinking over, it might be but, indoors. Um, no, for some reason, I like sit in bare feet an hour a night uh, or an hour a week and uh, try to play volleyball. So do you guys have like strategy and like plays or is it just like random, just like praying you'll get the ball over the net? Um, we hit it on like three hits. We're, we're good enough to do three hits, which is like kind of impressive. Can anyone, like, get over the net and actually spike? Yeah. Yeah, we all can. We have to have, like, two women on the court at all times, and we have a couple who can spike. Oh, so it's mixed volleyball. Yeah, it's it's just, like, Frisbee players who are, you know, somewhat athletic playing against actual volleyball players. Oh, it's just, it's your mixed Frisbee team? Uh, mostly, yeah. I don't know if you heard the Lionel podcast, but he threw some shade at you for playing on a mixed team. So... I've been waiting to respond to that because Lionel tried to play mixed and he had this team of all these old guys who were supposed to be amazing and everyone thought they might make nationals and my team beat them in every single meaningful game we ever played, um, including at regionals when we ended their season in Lionel's career and now he coaches. So, Oh, he, I thought he played this year. That is what happened. He just coaches. He coached uh, the second or third best men's team in New York. And probably would have been like their best player. They're pretty bad. They actually wait. Is that the team that the... that Beta's on? No, no, he plays in mix as well. They, uh, his team is decent. I thought Beta played open. Oh no, it's mixed. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, no, mixed is a, is obviously pretty terrible, but it's um, it's still a thing that Lionel tried to do and was terrible at. So that makes me feel a little bit better. I feel like what you described always happens where, like, the team of, like, much more talented but older and doesn't practice players that think they'll win, like, always loses to a team of less talented players that is a real team and actually practices. That's your – the second yeah. is your team in my description, by the way. Yeah, I got it. They Their team was, like, old guys who wanted to throw, like, 30 passes before they scored, and we were, like – they short guy, let's go deep on him and score on two throws, and – that's a pretty good strategy. So Lionel definitely didn't tell me he coached this year in the podcast. I wonder if uh, he's embarrassed about that. Who knows? He, I think they had a really good season, and then they had a terrible draw at regionals, and they didn't even make it to day two. Which okay, is so they like made bad. regionals at least. They were the five seed at regionals. Yeah, they did pretty well. In oh, the that's kind of, like a five seed regionals is semi legit. Yeah, I mean they. I think there were three spots, and they didn't really have a chance, but. You know, they finished, I want to say, ninth. Yeah. Okay. How, how'd, your, how'd your mixed team do this year? Um, we did okay. We, we made it to the quarterfinals, and we lost to Wildcard on Universe Point, which was a bummer. Oh. Well, but that's like a Nationals. Okay. That's legit. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're not, like the year before, we, had, we beat Slow White in quarterfinals to make yeah. semifinals and lost that game and then lost in the back door. And you guys, like, practice a lot. Like, this is, like, a serious team, right? Yeah, yeah, we practice like two weekends a month and, and have a turn. We were like select flight this year, which is like we flew to Colorado for a tournament, and that's pretty cool. Is select flight the number two? Um, 
No, it's I think there's like four. Whatever it is, it's the lowest. Oh, but is that but is that at the level where they like tell you a tournament you have to go to to like play against the teams in your division? Yes, you have to go to at least you have to like accept being a select flight team and go to at least one of the tournaments. Interesting. All right, I'll accept that. So you you are the only person in this league that actively plays ultimate frisbee. Except for, um, except for Frogger, depending on how you count yeah, his league. Yeah, except for depending if Frogger is in the league. I mean, his team is, like, you know, pretty solid, but they are worse than Wildcard. Like, they lost to them every time. Yeah. For it, I, I could tell. I think I said this in the Lionel pod. This was literally the only year in the last 10 years Frogger has not promised me his team would win Nationals. Um, so I, I was, like, pretty certain that his team was not good based on that. He, he told me at Regionals, like, People weren't like there on time, and like they they were like didn't seem to really give a shit. Oh no, they they definitely didn't. Like his, his like they they have zero black. They have like three practices for the whole year, and like half team doesn't show up to them. They like the captains like didn't know the plays at nationals. Um, he said they went into nationals where like the team was like arguing if they were even trying to win or not because half the team just wanted to like play their like everyone should like play equally and not even like stack lines. It was like that type of thing. So yeah, I, I don't think he was that happy with it. He should just come to New York, and we could have like a Tron alumni team. We could have a Tron alumni team in theory, anyway, to do something else. But we'll, we'll need to work on that in a year or two. But you're not coming. Are you going to? No, you're going to the alumni game, right? Yeah, dude. The alumni. So Yoni's coming in from Maine. Lionel's coming in from New York. Me and Moose and Frogger are all going to be here in Boston. Maybe other people are going to come. But even if not, it's going to be awesome. Why don't why don't you want to come? I, I think my I mean I've I've been on vacation and like had to travel this week after vacation, so I'm pretty tired. That's not a reason. Um, also, I don't really want to go because it's also not a reason. It's not that much fun. The last time I went, like the game was pretty stupid. Yeah, but we're not going for the game. Like we're going to we're going to play a lot of Ultimate. I wouldn't be surprised if we like don't play. I mean, we'll play in the game, but we're going to play Ultimate. And then we're going to hang out all weekend, potentially go to the casino Saturday night, although Lionel's not letting us for some reason. And then, like, just hang out. Like, it's a fun, like it's not about the game. Yeah, no, that's fair. It's just, uh, I was at, like, Ahmad last time, and I was like, this is... Oh, there's definitely a mods party scheduled. This uh, is tough to be sitting in a mod, even for, like, 20 minutes, eating pizza. Do you remember, like, how old were you? Do you remember? This was... Four years ago, so I was 26. That's not that bad. Me and Frogger were in the mod, like, I want to say, like, two, I think we were in our 30s, and, like, there were a couple, there was, like, Zoro was there, and a couple of his crew who were, like, maybe 25 at the time, and then everyone else was, like, 19, and that was, like, pretty awkward. Yeah, you sort of don't realize, like, in my mind, I'm sort of a college age and then you see like an actual like sophomore in college and you're like holy shit yeah, like you are you're, you're a baby de- you're definitely not that age um i i, I agree i kind of think although like it's funny like for those you forget that like me and froggers like went to gordon's and like bought a case of pbr and like brought <laughs> it back and they all thought they like needed to like chip in like a dollar each like you do in college and we're like no like don't worry about it guys it's like 20 bucks so we have jobs and we're like they're heroes for that like it's so easy like just like give college kids free beer yeah, and it's like you know the shittiest possible beer, and they love it. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they wouldn't even like getting something better would would not be actually better for them. Like that's what they want. Like you don't know how to do anything better than that. All right, so I also think like playing club is not that different from like college for it's like very like drinking shitty beer in crappy hotel rooms and like chugging and drinking games and all the shit that like I presume you don't do that much anymore in your life. Uh, well, just wait till this weekend, because if we're in the fucking mods, I'm going all out. I would love to actually play some beer pong or flip cup or something in the mods for a little bit. Uh, yeah, it could be fun. I hope it's fun for you guys. I think the game will be boring, but, uh, the game is like the last thing on my, on my priority list to to do. Like I would play Gultimate and just not even, and like through the game and be like more than happy doing that. Do you remember I was a senior and we had lost at regionals that afternoon. And for some reason, that was the only weekend we could do the alumni game. Yeah, that's how it used to be every year. And 
It was terrible. And we were like in a van and like AWAX called me on my phone. It was just like screaming at me about how if we don't play him in a serious game. We're not going to be like in part of the alumni. I was like, dude, our season ended like an hour ago. We're I, exhausted and sad. Like we just lost the regionals. I actually do remember that. So I am, I will take credit for this, although no one cares. I'm the reason they switched it to the fall because there was a stretch of like 10 straight years where it was either the weekend of regionals or like all the good players were like trying out for a club team and like would like come back exhausted from tryouts and didn't want to play. And the game just sucked every year. So I told them to move it to the fall when you don't have that shit. And it was a really good idea. Yeah, it's a good way to like have it be um, everybody. And like here are the good players and they're actually trying. And yep. I guess the the downside is that the seniors find out their nicknames reasons like pretty early on yeah that's unacceptable not but i don't care like there's no fucking way i'm staying for hearing seniors reveal their nicknames yeah that's very boring and also like who gives a shit i was never like actually actively into caring about nicknames when i was on tron um but i definitely stopped caring when like it became cool to just like every year you'd added like three layers of complexity to the point that it was like 18 steps removed from the original joke yeah, my my uh, group was really bad about doing like we we really did that a lot and yeah. it was stupid. It was like okay, here's a joke. We can move it like one layer apart, so it's kind of hard to figure out. But we could add sixteen intermediary steps for no reason, and it'll definitely not get it that way. Like it's just it's so dumb. Uh, also, Melvin Gordon is just going off. He doesn't. He seems to actually like be their guy and killing it. So, so I'm in a fuck. I'm in a hotel right now. And I thought I had NFL Network so I could have it on the background while we're podcasting, but I don't. So I'm disappointed by that. Did you try just normal Fox? Because that's what I'm watching it on. It's on normal Fox? I thought it was just NFL Network. Uh, I think I'm I think I'm watching it on normal Fox. All right. Whatever. I'll figure it out. So I saw on Instagram, were you in Chicago this week? Um, I was there for like 12 hours for one meeting and flew back. Oh, I'm, in, I'm in Chicago right now. I'd never been to Chicago in my life for some reason. And Chicago's it was cool. kind of cool. Yeah, I like Chicago a lot, although it's like 25 degrees today, which is like significantly colder than I would want it to be. Uh, what are you doing in Chicago? Um, I had to fly out for like an emergency work trip um, yesterday. That so that's why I would have had to cancel yesterday because I was working super late and then today and then I fly back tomorrow. So it's not it's not all that great. And now I'm sitting in a shitty hotel room by myself. Yeah, people think traveling for work is fun and it's like kind of cool maybe like the first few times you do it and then it's just really depressing i think it depends it it well first of all it's very and it's your only excuse to get away from like your family and not parent um because that gives you a very different appreciation for traveling for work first of all um because there's nothing they can do if you have to travel for work like it's what it is but if, if it's, like, a place you want to go where, like, you have friends to see or something and work's just going to pay for a trip and you can, like, see your friends at night, that's awesome. But, like, if it's, like, a shitty city or you're working nonstop and just go back to a hotel room at night, like, then it gets very depressing. Yeah, I was in um, Arkansas last month. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. Fucking miserable. Are you doing, like, interesting lawyer cases? Yeah, I do cool stuff. I um, I represent the good guys now. I do, like, class actions. Oh, did you leave your law firm? I left my last law firm. I basically sue the people I used to represent. Isn't that how like so all lawyers fun. do? They just like flip flop between the sides because, yeah. No, usually they flip flop between like the government and defense firms, but like plaintiffs' firms are sort of their own like weird little world. So you were in a defense firm. Now you're in a plaintiffs' firm. Exactly. Yeah. Are, are you a partner? The plaintiffs are the ones who sue. Uh, I'm not a partner yet, but we'll get there. Like one year, 20 years? Like four, maybe three. Okay. Yeah. So where Will would I you become th- your lawyer if I do that? Is that like, what do I need to do? I don't know. Uh, I Well, I, I'm not an Uber anymore, so I guess I do less shady illegal shit. Um, but I'll, I'll definitely like need lawyers for future life endeavors. We sue a lot of companies for, like, not promoting women and, like, racial discrimination and shit. I think we sued Uber for that. Really? Yeah. Well, like, do, do people win in a case? Like, can you – if you sued Uber for not promoting, like, a woman, can you actually win or prove that? 
Like, can you prove that uh, yes. she was not promoted for being like a, a like a minority in some in some way versus just like not being as good at the job? You usually you do it on behalf of like all of the women at the company. So and you so look people, at like, like the promotion no way rate of like women versus bad. men on average. Right, right. You have some like economists like tell you like in a normal world it would be this, but because of discriminated, it's that. Yeah. And then the company just like settles and pays you a lot of money. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I just feel like as like my own demographics, I'm not going to be a part of that though. No, maybe like a anti-Semitic. Something oh, like that. Uh, but my boss is like annoyingly fucking Jewish. That's like my <laughs> least favorite part about my new job. So even though it's Boston, they're still like, well, my, so my boss is actually in Chicago. That's why I'm here this week. Um, he's like, he would have gone to Brandeis and been like an Orthodox, like, annoying fucking Jew um, and like to the point where I can't I, like, I, don't, I won't even make a, like a joke around it because like, I think you will like actively get really offended Jew jokes are still kind of safe too but but maybe not not the in your job that I make I, I tend to go pretty aggressive on those um, but yeah this is like he's like the type of dude that like he like doesn't like work on Shabbat and like won't check his phone and like keeps kosher oh, wow. and all that shit like it's, it's not it's really not great that's pretty terrible to have to still interact with those people outside of Brandeis. He has like three cousins that went to Brandeis actually. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it is what it is. Okay, so alright, so, so you're you're moving up in the law world. Where do you rank on the league legal power rankings now of the Anton Vigo Hudson? I think I've been number one for like a long time. Well, Vigo, we have no way of knowing if Vigo's still alive, let alone a lawyer. Yeah, I don't understand. Vigo's going to beat me this week, by the way. He has 15 points, but he... Vigo started um, Michael Thomas on bye last week. Did he really? Yep. And you're saying has Vigo's going to moves? beat you because he has 15 points? Because that's His, not that much. Like, most teams well, score Well, Melvin Gordon is already going off, and it's only the first half. You know? Yeah, but they're going to take him out for Eckler. I hope so, for your sake. Uh, and your sake. Both. Yeah, both no, his team are. is terrible. Um. Okay, so it's you versus Anton. Should so I think Anton's like really good mock? if you got like a, a traffic ticket and you need to fight it. But that's not like, you know. Okay. Should everything? we do like a mock trial on a podcast like Hudson versus Anton? With Judge He Brock? would do good and he does it like court stuff. I do like I bring a lawsuit and then you settle because I've like got you screwed. But if they don't settle, don't you then have to go to court? Like yeah, but like we don't go to trial. Like he he sits in like a courtroom all day. I think. Okay, so you just said you're the number one lawyer, but you would not beat Anton in a Judge Frog mock podcast, mock trial podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's like only a small part of being a lawyer. That's like the interesting part of being a lawyer. That's like what all the TV that's, shows are about being lawyers. Right. I think he probably has a more interesting job than me. Okay, so you're saying you don't even want to try? Yeah, if you saw what I did all day, you'd be so bored. I, I, I will go to trial at some point, but it's pretty rare. So you don't even want to try. You don't want to battle Anton. You're just you're giving up. I'll do it. I mean, I'm here. I'm, I'm calling myself number one, so I should at least defend that in a right. mock trial that you okay. judge. I No, Judge Frogger judges. I'll be the... Oh, judge Frogger, okay. Um, who's like the judge's assistant who like makes everyone stand and sit? Uh, the bailiff? Yeah, yeah, I'll be the, the bailiff. bailiff. Actually, that okay. doesn't sound interesting enough. Maybe maybe we'll co-judge. Okay. Actually, I, I'll be the... No, I should be a witness, and then you guys can each examine and cross-examine me. That'll be uh, much that's better. Good. That'll be much better. Didn't okay. you do that for Uber for, like, um, pretending that your drivers aren't employees? I used to all the time. I was really good. Um, one of Moose's friends from Brandeis, lawyer, lawyer to get to once, and I was almost... If I had stayed at Uber... I would have taken a full time. I would have taken a job doing that full time, where they would have flown me around the country, and I would have like been our key witness in all these cases. And you're just like they have like flexibility, and they can do whatever they want. And well, I've done a bunch. I've done so a fair amount of them are around that. I've also done stuff around um, other incidents. I'm not sure I should divide like give up our legal strategy on an actual recorded and published podcast. Yeah, no, you shouldn't, you should, you can tell me what you testified about. You should not give away the strategy. Um, 
Well, I testified. I testified by answering the questions. They asked me the questions, and I answered them. All right. Um, but yeah, they are not employees because they control their own everything. I, I I used to have it down much better. Isn't aren't they passing laws in some states saying like? Yeah, Cal- California passed employees? a law. California passed a law of restructuring independent contractors into employees um, based on like stricter criteria. Which was 100% geared against like gig economy, like Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, etc. There's actually like all these other industries that it wasn't intended to affect that it is now um, that I've been like seeing popping up, like like music producers and like journalists. There's like a lot of industries that like commonly rely on like independent contract work, and there's like those workers are not complaining, but now like they're all getting upended. That's funny. Um... And Uber and Lyft and DoorDash are refusing to comply because they don't think their drivers qualify, even though they obviously do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't the whole business model of Uber just not paying its employees as much as they should be paid? Well, and by employee, do you down? mean a driver or do you mean like what Narf used to do or what Noah used to no, do? No, I, I mean like a driver. I hope you made good money. Um, I made I made fine money, although if you pay attention to our stock price now, it becomes less and less valuable every second. Um but but no, the other there aren't other employees. You're referring to independent contract driver partners who choose to <laughs> utilize Uber's technology platform in the course of their everyday business. Got it. No, you that, that sounds fucking like what witnessed. they are. You, you don't, okay. This will be good. We'll set up the mock trial. Anyway, the other thing I've been meaning to tell you this for years, but I'm glad it came out on the on the NARF Lionel podcast. So like I do your MBA over under pod or over under pool every year, but like, it's not actually a fun way to do this. You want like me to send an email when things happen or like give it more updates? Do you think anyone, like I have no recollection right now whatsoever, what I, who I picked, which teams do do you? No, I mean, I have the spreadsheet, so I like can look it up pretty easily, but I don't like actively look at it at all. Right. So like, Fun sports gambling or fantasy sports like games involve like knowing what your interests are and being able to root for those interests. This has none of those. I think this is I give you ten dollars at the you. end of the season. You tell me if I won or lost. But I think don't you have fun filling it out and like thinking about how the season's going to go and like you're like oh I'm excited about basketball. Let me like think about how every team's going to be good or not. Okay, that's a valid point. Like I that part is fun. That that part is fun. I do enjoy filling it out. And I do enjoy like getting excited for basketball season, but like after that, it's just over. Then, yeah, all of the fun is in those like three minutes you spend filling it out. All right, so I'm just saying like you should you should think about ways to reformat this for the future. You picked um, Warriors over, so that's bad. I thought they were going to be good. Also, Frogger doesn't really understand how to do it, and he picked like maybe ten pushes. <laughs> really. <laughs> I'm surprised like, Frogger's well. even in the pool. Fro- Frogger, like, takes himself seriously. Fro- Frogger's NBA basketball fandom, like, amuses me. Because he, like, maybe five years ago, he got really into the NBA. But he doesn't know how to follow sports. So he did it, like, like all he does is follow NBA Reddit, which is, like, valuable. Like, there's commentary there. But he doesn't know how to, like, go to ESPN and look at a box score or basic shit like that. Um, or just, like, know anything around, like, how to, like, be a regular sports fan for shit like this. Have you gone to a game with him? Oh, yeah. I've been to a, a bunch of games. I've been to – last year we went to two or three games together. Um, the year before, when the Celtics Sixers played in the playoffs, he flew to Philly to come to one of those games with me. Um, oh, wow. This year he has season tickets, him and his wife Marilla. So I'm waiting to pick the games that I want to go to and kick her out. But we'll see how that goes. He has season tickets to an NBA game, NBA team? I, I used to have season t- tickets to the Sixers, but it was – how many games would you actually go to? So I was in a group package with a bunch of dudes. Um, so And we sold we sold a lot, too, to like make up for it. I probably went to like 10 to 15 games that year. That's not bad. Yeah, I no, like... like I'm not trying to go to like 35 like games. Of dollars. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, oh, there's another random Knicks game. Like, oh, there's... I mean, it's just... Yeah, so so you can, you can almost... If you sell like the top... 30% of your games, you make your money back to go to the bottom like 60%. The downside is you don't go to any of the good games. But but it gives you, what it gives you is really valuable. It's like face value playoff tickets. And th- those are awesome. I see. Um, all right. So you'll work on that um, on your podcast. 
or not on your podcast, uh, my, uh, on your, over-unders. On your over-unders. Um, my competing podcast that I have that you guys all listen to as well. I can't believe Frogger really picked 10 pushes. He picked pushes when it was a half, too. So, like, <laughs> no, literally no, impossible. No, he didn't. Did he actually? <laughs> a bunch of them, yeah. Maybe he thought push meant, like, over or something. Like, you push it over. I... But he picked under and over for other ones, too, so. He, you're sh- like he actually picked push for half. For I'm half. looking at it right now. He picked push on 26 and a half, 47 and a half. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. So, good yeah, stuff. I almost emailed him and felt like him like, hey, you know, you didn't do this right, but <laughs> no, no, take 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 ten dollars. <laughs> I'm sure. Hopefully, he's rooting for all those pushes. All right, so so what's your pa- you're still a Packers fan, right? Yes. What's your Packers take? Because I don't think they're good. They're fine. They're like, they're going to lose before the championship game or if they have like the right draw to make a championship game. But they're not actually that good. I, I, I saw I a stat this... today that, that says like, since like the second week or something, their defense is allowing like the most yards per play. Yeah, it was just, and the only reason they were good the first week was they were playing the Bears. And it was like the first week of the season when offenses aren't good yet. Yeah, they have, I mean, Having Rodgers, like, helps with, you know, everything, but... Okay, so so here's my, my take, my hot take, which is not that unique at this point anymore. But I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is, like, a game-changing quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback, but, like, I, I don't think he's, like, at the level of quarterback that, like, just takes any team and makes them good. I think you're underestimating, like, how bad the rest of the Packers are and have been for, like, years. Like, he's never had a good – like, Devontae Adams is not good. And, like, the backups so, behind so that him are, like, some Devontae of the worst Adams, NFL Adams receivers you'll ever see. But, like, Jordy Nelson was good. He was good for, like, four years, and then he, like, was slow. That's not a terrible like, stretch. Like, four years of having, like, an elite receiver is, is like, not bad. Yeah. And that, that was when the Packers were going, like, 15 and 1. Like, it was, you know, they were nasty. Yeah, like, but like, they are so bad on the skill positions, and like have been for his basically his entire career since he was young, and then they were winning Super Bowls back then. So, but is it, well, no, they had Greg Jennings before before Nelson, wasn't he? He was fine. Yeah, that's. I mean, when they had Greg Jennings, they were like Rodgers had like fifty touchdowns or something crazy. I mean, and since then it's been like let's just have like washed up Randall <coughs> Cobb and Jordy Nelson, and all these guys were just like not good. Randall Cobb was good for a season or two, like. I'm telling you, Rodgers makes all these guys look – like, Randall Cobb is on the Cowboys right now. He's done nothing. He's like know, not an NFL player. No, he's like a number four receiver on a team. He's, But I get it. So I think Rodgers is still really good. It's just that everybody outside of him is pretty average at best. Isn't the rep now, though, that, like, everyone hates him and he's just, like, a dick to be around? I think he was to McCarthy – I actually, a guy I went to law school with was like very good friends with Aaron Rodgers growing up, and I guess he went to Aaron Aaron Rodgers into his bachelor party. Wait, a guy um, a guy you're wedding. friends with went to Aaron Rodgers' bachelor party? No, a guy I like I know this guy sort of through law school, but like people I know were at the bachelor party with Aaron Rodgers. Okay, and uh, he just fucking hated McCarthy. It's like this story. Did he pay for like, everything like, at the bachelor party? Uh, I don't know. I, probably not. They all did all right. But, like, he he basically hated McCarthy, like, five years ago when they blew that game against Seattle and probably hated him before then, too. It was just, like, shit-talking him to, like, basically anybody. Yeah, that was a, that was the game where whoever their, like, third-string tight end was, like, fucked up the onside recovery, right? Yeah, he was, like, in the front row and just, like, decided to try and catch it for some reason. and drop instead, it. instead of block and let, like, yeah. the receivers catch it? It was, like, the last completed onside. Um, yeah. Ever. Interesting. And so they would have played the Patriots that year. That would have been a good matchup, but I don't know if they would have won. All right. So we talked about my team a little bit to be in. We, we already got to like, it's a lock. I'm in the playoffs. Potentially your team makes it too. Here's the game I want to play. So I'm pretty sure there are four, te- there are four owners that have not won in the modern era. And I think we're two of them. I think it's you, me, Moose and Priest. So, uh, yeah, okay. So your team is what, like five and four? I'm five and four. Yeah. So you have a chance to make the playoffs. Okay. 
So, give me your if you could beat any three owners in the first, second, third round of the playoffs, and you win this year. Who are the like? What's your fantasy like lineup? Who do you want to take down in the playoffs? Um. Okay, I want to take down. And the order matters here, like, but but uh, get... yeah. Well, should I put the people who like I hate the most? Or... On because it's more likely I get to play them, or should I just assume they make it? No, no. As, as you're going to assume whoever you put in each round makes it to that round. So do it however you want to okay. do it. Um, I'd like to beat Lamb Chop because I think he's actually round. in the first round. Yeah, he's like pretty good at this, and he's six and so three right now. That would make me like feel like my team's actually good. Okay. Um, I'd like to beat. Yoni, because um, I think he would care a lot and be sad. 100% agreed. He's a nice guy. I don't really know him that well. He seems really nice. I like when he's on the podcast. But Well, like, if you came to the alumni game, you'd get to know him really well. I stepped on his foot once at an alumni game, and like he turned his ankle and got hurt. And that's basically the most interaction I've ever had with him. So, Were you ever on an entire bank together or no? No, I don't think so. Okay. I did like – Recent ones, I think. Okay. Okay, so we go Lamb Chop, um, and then, I, then we go Yoni, then... It'd be fun to beat you. I feel like we would, like, we'd have a podcast that week. You'd be really excited. Like, you'd have to, like, deal with it the whole off season. You'd feel like you got so close. I, I'd beat yeah. you in the that, that That's a decent pick. Nothing would crush me more than losing the finals, but it won't happen. And, like, I'm kind of, like, a random owner, and, like, I'm not very good at fantasy football. So, like, if you lost to me, you'd be pretty, like, pissed off. Yeah. No, okay, not bad. I overlap with you for one player, but not in the same round. Um, I've been thinking about it too. So I'm going to go from championship backwards. So in the championship, I, I actually I have to. That's for for many reasons. One in the wait, pre- say it again. Who was it? Anton. Okay. So one in the pre-modern era, I, I made the championship once as a one seed. Well, I made the final game two years in a row as one seeds and lost to six seeds both years in a row and one year as Anton. And I fucking hated him for it. Two, Anton's actually made the finals like by far the most of anyone. So it's just fitting that he'll make the finals and then lose. Um, and I deny him his chance at a second championship. Plus, it'd be a great podcast. There'd be so much good trash talk. I would destroy him. It'd be amazing. So I take down Anton in the finals. In the semis, I'll go Lamb Chop. That's where we overlap. And it's more just based on history, too. Like, Lamb Chop makes the second round and loses every year. That's his team's thing. Just like Anton kind of makes the finals and loses a lot. So hasn't I, I, Anton, or hasn't Lionel, or who's who are we talking about? Lamb, uh, Chop. Lamb Chop won a bunch of times? Lamb Chop has won once in the modern era. He has, yeah, like... Why do I think he's good? Okay. No, 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 no. He is, like, there are eight years. I'm saying this on time I head, so I might not be 100% right. I know there are eight years in the modern era. I'm almost positive Lamb Chop has made the semifinals, the Final Four, seven of those eight years. Like, he is actually incredibly consistent in having a pretty good team. But I think he's one in six in the semis, and it was the year he won. So, I would love to make him one in seven in the semis. It, maybe it's sad yeah, that I know all, this, like, all these stats, but at least I know how to follow sports. I'm not going to, like, NBA Reddit, like Frogger, to look up Lamb Chop's <laughs> fantasy football stats. So... I've taken, I've defeated Anton in reverse order. I've defeated Lamb Chop. First on the playoffs. You know what? Like, I got to pick Fuse. Like, I thought you were going to, yeah. I, I don't want it to be in the finals because that'll just be too fucking heated. I don't want to deal with like Fuse making the finals and like all the shitty trash talk he'll have. But in the first round, where he'll still care, but not that much, I take down Fuse. That is my perfect playoff run. Yoni is an honorable mention. Um, because I think he would care a lot and be like a respectful opponent. Like he would, he would trash talk, but like, I would take, I would see it as an honorable win to take down Yoni. But here's the thing. If the playoffs are today, all of these people are in the playoffs. I think that both of us named, I'm so excited for this playoff field. There's no like shitty mooses or Lionels or Noah's and Vigos that don't care. Priest who all he says doesn't want to finish 12th every year. The only person not in the playoffs who I would like take some pride in beating is Choir Boy, and I can live without that. I don't need to beat Choir Boy. Um, you don't want to beat Noah? I feel like Noah was pretty good for a few years. No? Noah's Noah's like 
first of all, Noah d- depends on me for every major life decision he makes at this point. That's barely an exaggeration. So I, I would just I would be sad beating Noah. Like I'm I he he like looks up to me. I'm kind of like his mentor right now. Is that how he would describe you? Uh well he's actually our surprise guest in the pod next week, so I will hundred percent ask him and he will hundred percent say yes. Wait, he's a surprise guest, but you're announcing him now? Oh, it's not really a surprise. He's booked for next week. Um, I sh- yeah, I, 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 get, I get what you're saying. That's fine. This um, is the longest we've gone without an Anton pod. I kind of miss it. He was scheduled last week. Um, I'm, I'm going to get Anton. He's going to make the playoffs. So I, I think in like a week or two, I'll try to get Anton on to do like a playoff predictions push or something. I don't know. Um, we'll Are see. you going to get um, Vigo this year? There's no, I've, I've emailed him and texted him multiple times to see if he wanted to podcast, and I have gotten zero response. You don't even get, like, a, I can't? Nope, I get nothing. Damn. But here's the thing. Vigo has a kid and a job and a wife, so, like, how could anyone expect him to fucking do anything? His life is so busy. And he took wedding photos six years ago. Like, fuck Vigo, How man. much... How, I have turned on how, you, how Vigo. Much, I have turned. He's never going to listen this far. This is, like... No one's listening at this point. It's just me and you. First of all, I promise you, Anton, Priest, Choir Boy, Yoni, Lamb Chop are still listening. Everyone, um, yeah, the others, I don't, I don't know. I, I listen all the way through. I listen to like a lot of podcasts, so I don't. I'm pretty good at like zoning out and zoning in when things get interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I listen to all of them all the way through. Um, I, I don't think Vigo listens. But, Real question is, how much busier are you now with a kid than you were, like, before you had a kid? Yeah, busier. A lot fucking busier. Um, I was, Is there any reason for me to have a kid? I feel like no reason to ever have a kid, but so maybe people, it's worth it? I mean, y- Yoni's probably a better, like, a-, a beacon of hope in that regard. Although Priest is very uplifting from a parental perspective. Um, no, there's no fucking reason. I mean, aren't, first of all, I think you're single, right? Yeah. Okay. So like you have steps to get to, unless you just wanted to like go and adopt a kid as a single parent who works a lot, which I would not recommend. No, I have a lot of time before I have to actually do this. Don't yeah. worry. So yeah, there, there's like the concept of like free time doesn't really exist. Um, like that, that's why sitting at like. In a Chicago hotel room by myself. If I can figure out how to get the football game on, I'll be thrilled. But no, there, there's no like, like I get like maybe people say like later in life like it's like nice to have a kid that's like can do stuff for themselves, you can interact with and like teach them stuff, and like they grow up to be a person. But like, there's definitely no reason to have a kid under eight years old. Like if you could just skip to eight, fine. But I would not recommend it. Do you still have time to play frisbee? I play like summer. I play like summer league, fall league with Frogger, um, and I go to like I go to most of the games. But like, and I, I probably go to, like seventy five percent of the games. But like once every couple of weeks, I'll like have to miss one for like a parenting emergency, and it sucks. Um, but like that's I haven't like played like real real frisbee in like many 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 years. Right. I'm so probably going to play got, in, a, in a basketball league with Frogger this winter. But what would you say? Oh, that would be fun. Oh, I, was, I, got, I got two kittens. I adopted cats earlier this month. Oh, cats uh, fucking suck. So I'm it's kind of like being a parent. It's like a lot of work. First of all, I used to think that when I had a dog. Um, I, I've even heard from ace parent Yoni that dogs are harder than kids, which is like <laughs> quite the fucking opposite of life. But having a cat... Even, like, a dog is ten times harder than a fucking cat. Cats require nothing. So, that's true. They've, they've had to go to the vet three times since I got them a month ago. Uh, maybe if they're, like, brand new. But, like, once you have, like, an existing adult cat, like, you have very little responsibility to that animal. Yeah, I'm ready for that. I've had to, like, give them fucking medicine, like, put shit into their mouth. And, like, it's a, it's a lot of work. All right. I... I'm glad you think having your two kittens is a lot of work, but that's that's fine. Well, like, I have to think about, like, when I'm going home to feed them. And, like, I've never had to do that as an adult because I've only had to worry about myself. 
That I agree with. When when we got Lemon like five years ago, that was the game changer. It's like we can't just like both go do whatever we want at all times because we're responsible for something else. And you like feel bad when you're like being a shitty parent to them and like Yeah. yeah. I I'm gonna like semi flag you using the term parent there for your two kittens, but that's <laughs> that's okay. Um I'm no. a parent just as much as you are. I have two actually, so I'm double the parent that I have a dog that would eat both of your kittens and a live human. So I I won't give you double. I'll give you even, even at best. Um, But yeah, Narf, Narf's current advice is there is no benefit to having a kid. And we haven't even gotten to like the financial shit yet because saving for college is quite expensive. So she better just not go. (laughs) Your daughter, you hope she doesn't go to college? First of all, she is hard forbidden from going to Brandeis. I will, like, in theory, we'll have a college fund and pay for some or percentage of college, whatever. I will not pay for her to go to Brandeis. Like, she's not allowed to go to Brandeis. She's a double legacy. She would 100% get in. It's not about getting in. Like, first of all, she'd, like be, she'd be better than, like, needing to get into fucking Brandeis. Like, Brandeis is going to beg dumb, her to go there. If she's dumb and it's, like, by far the best school because she's an alumni, what about that? Don't even care. I'd rather go to, like, Alabama State. Oh, okay. Um, maybe I'll change my mind in the future, but no, no fucking paradise. Um, all right, Hudson, do you, so you were trying to brag about your team a little bit when I cut you off and then we talked about other shit. Wow, we're actually almost at the hour mark. Good podcast. Do you, do you want, do you want the chance to brag about Messier's white, brown, and green? Uh, yeah. So I feel like it's sort of, no one has talked about it. It doesn't really matter because no one cares, but I had Andrew Luck and Antonio Brown on my team. <laughs> no one's talked about it because there hasn't like, been a lot of media coverage, but good point. Yeah, but like I've been kind of like in terms of luck, I've for sure had the worst luck of anybody. I so I'll I will not support that because I think even at the time you drafted him, there were enough red flags. For Brown. No, for luck. I thought you were talking about for Andrew Luck. What do you mean? I how, what were the red flags? The red flags was he was already out indefinitely with a mysterious injury. That's why you got him in like the fifth round and he would have been a second round, early second round quarterback. He would have gone as early as number two after Mahomes. He would have been right in that range with like Watson and Rodgers. Okay, but there's a big difference between like mysterious injury and retires in the early in the season or in the preseason. True. But this is someone who has a history of missing an entire season previously with mysterious injuries. So, like, no, I didn't think he was going to retire, but he easily could have missed, like, 10 games and not been 100% when he came back. Like, that was very much on the table. So I got Foles as a backup, and he got injured in the first game. Foles fucking sucks. He is my hero. He's the best quarterback of all time, but he's not good. He's he's starting for them now. He's actually going to be decent, I think. He's starting for them because their alternative is like a sixth round rookie who isn't actually good despite all like the mustache mania around him. Um, that's all fair. And then I, I do think Russell Wilson in the fourth round is maybe the best pick of the draft. I will give you credit for Wilson because I was I was really, really down on him preseason. I thought he was gonna bust. Um is he number one or number two? He's number one right now. He's, he's number quite- one, and you took Jameis Winston one pick before him. That's why I was down on, on Winston. I, on Russell. I'm not a – first of all, when I took Winston, so many people gave me shit. And he I, I, he was like the eighth or ninth quarterback drafted. That's exactly where he is right now. So I do not regret that pick at all. But you're right. Like, Wilson was a very good pick. Um, you, what did you have? Number three overall and ended with McCaffrey? Yeah. Were you – if – um. Were you hoping Camaro would drop? Because like most people had Camaro above McCaffrey on their boards, I think. Um, I would have just taken whoever's last. I didn't really care. I just said I'll take whichever the three is around. Was there any like Mahomes consideration, or was it always going to be one of the, like Barkley, Camaro, McCaffrey? As soon as you had that, no, pick? it was all of them. I mean, if if Zeke had been um not locked out, I would have probably taken him. So I guess I got lucky there. Oh. That's in, that's interesting. What if? Because I, I have Zeke too, and like right now, and he like no complaints. He's like number three. He's everything I want for a solid twenty points a week. But I, I definitely would have been thrilled to get McCaffrey over him, even even knowing Zeke was a hundred percent for the season. Because I thought McCaffrey's going to have a really big year. 
Um, yeah, I didn't. I don't really know. Like, I don't He's think I've really ever watched good. Panthers game, so I didn't know how good he is. Yeah, I saw, I've seen a couple so far this year, and it's like, oh yeah. He's like actually good, even though he's white and like short. Yeah, I mean, it, like, not that I'm the best at NFL like talent evaluation, but I would put him as the after Barkley. I think he is the clear number two, like most talented running back, and I don't even think it's really close after that. Yeah, no, he. I mean, he's. I mean, you can even going, make an argument he's, he's number one right now, but he, but he, he's not. Like, I, th- I think Barkley is a better player. He's literally scoring 30 – like, he's had his bye, and he has almost as many points as Russell Wilson, who's the number one quarterback. Yeah, his – like, he's on – I think he's on pace for, like, a relatively all-time fantasy season. Like, not – like, the Ringer actually had a lot of preseason stuff around, like, all-time fantasy years, but I don't remember who's number one. I think it's, like, Tomlinson in 05, 06. But he's – yeah, he's, like – he's played eight games. He's hit 28 points in six of them, I think. Including forty three times. So my team is not good, but like I can beat anybody on any given game because him and Wilson can get me like yeah. an eighty point, you know, between the two of them, and it's pretty hard to lose when that happens. Well, that literally happened last week for you, and you had no one else do anything and still put up the number two score. Yeah, I mean, I have like the rest of my team is terrible. A- AJ Green was supposed to play like. Week four, he's not even playing this week. He's not gonna. Well, I don't even think he's gonna play, and he's not gonna. He's not gonna do anything for you, even if he does. Yeah, I thought that the Bengals would be decent, and that he would come back in like week four or five, and he's been the, one of the worst. Yeah, as good as yeah. uh, Wilson was as a pick, AJ Green has been that bad. Well, you currently um, have you're starting Auden Tate and Ryan Finley, so you must not <laughs> think the Bengals are that bad. I have no other choices. Everyone on my team is bad or on the, the problem with your team is like, what the fuck happened to Keenan Allen? Like, I honestly don't get this. He's the thirteenth receiver. I mean, it's not terrible, but so his lat like his first three weeks were fine: 25, 13, 40. and I'm sure he's posting on that forty for his average. And since then, seven, three, four, eight, eight, five, five. That's like, that's like terrible. Yeah. I don't really know because they pass it a lot and like Eckler and Hunter Henry are there, but he should be like, I'm not sure why he's not putting up like eight for like 80 every week, basically. Like he's good. Yeah. I I mean, if he is D if he comes back and is decent, like I have a team and if Nick Foles is like, you know, a somewhat okay QB two. I will tell I you right see now, myself you will, making Nick Foles will not be a somewhat okay QB2 for you. But How is it that he can't just throw up like 250 and two touchdowns in garbage time every week? They're, they're not – well, I was going to say their D isn't that bad. They're not always in garbage time, but they were terrible last week against Houston and London. Um, and you have Chark, who uh, people think is good, but he's not. He's – He's the number seven receiver. He, uh, he must be good. Yes, but no, I don't think he's actually good. I think it's been lucky so far. He's, but... he's, he's okay. He he makes he makes plays downfield on like jump balls. But yeah, I mean, you need Wilson and McCaffrey to be giving you like seventy points combined for your team to be good. And if that happens, yeah, he'll be okay. I, I if I if I if I match up with you in playoffs, I would not be scared whatsoever. I mean, I wouldn't be scared against anyone because my team is better, but I really would not be scared about you. Um, but I'm such a good manager that I could manage my way into a victory for sure. Here's an interesting stat. Cincinnati quarterback Ryan Finley, do you see what his quarterback power ranking is right now? Or player ranking, I guess is it's called? Is it not in the top 32? It is zero. He is the zeroth ranked quarterback, according to ESPN. <laughs> he hasn't played yet. Yeah, but like, shouldn't you be like infinite? Or like, shouldn't you be like... Like, if, like, 40 quarterbacks have actual stats, shouldn't you be 41? Like, you shouldn't be yeah. ranked zero. No, but A.J. Green is also ranked zero, so this is just how they do it. All right, well. I have two people on my team who have not yet played this season, and they're not even on the IR for me. That's So did you think about, like, holding Antonio Brown or no? I kept him for a real – I dropped him, like, a week and a half ago maybe. Yeah, he's on waivers right now. I've been I've been looking at him, but I picked up Josh Gordon instead. I 
I watched Hard Knocks. I feel like I should have not drafted him. Like I for sure. I I saw all of the red flags and I decided to go for it anyway. So that's on me. And you took him. Was it late second or was it early third? Late second. You took Mike Evans right before him, and then T. Y. Hilton was the pick after. Well, you should. You, I mean, you didn't miss anything by not getting T. Y. Hilton. Um, Good thing I had Mike Evans. It's as if I had planned that out when I chose the four pick. Um, but yeah, had yeah. you really? When I choose before I choose my draft order spot, I model out like at least six rounds, if not eight or ten, of like which player I will. I'm. I know I will be able to get at each pick. How accurate is that in when the draft actually happens? Uh, well, the first two rounds are always really accurate because it's relatively pretty easy to pick those out. Um, but I mean, I always know, like, I don't always pick, I don't always know who I will get, but I know, like, the caliber of player. Like, it's easy to say, like, if I have the 54th pick, I look at my rankings and try to figure out, like, okay, like, who's the 54th best player in these rankings? And I'll know, like, if I care about the difference between 54 and 56. And, like, sometimes you care and sometimes you don't. That's fair. Uh, I guess say I probably do that for, like, the first round if there are like obvious tiers like this year i think the top three was pretty clear sure and then fair. like you don't want to be drafting like Devonte adams at 10 like that's like i feel like i'm always in the back of the first round and just make horrible decisions and my team just sucks because of that yeah i think when cb came on he was bragging about having Devonte adams as like the most consistent wide out but yeah how much time do you spend in a normal week like checking this league and like managing not a ton not a ton um like more than 10 minutes yeah in a week i would say 30 minutes in a week okay unless like something major is going on and i need to like actually do some research on like waiver wiring um or trades but there's really no trades there's been one trade this year where fuse gave up to sean watson for tyler lockett and they've both been good. I'm not, I, I still think like Yoni probably won that, but yeah. Um, yeah, there used to be like a lot of, like, I feel like the trade deadline years ago used to be like pretty exciting. True. I don't even know what the trade deadline is. There, well, yeah. it used to be exciting when there was that year where like 10 minutes before the trade deadline, I just like tricked Moose into trading me Calvin Johnson back when he was like in his prime for uh, Percy Harvin, who was not in his prime or never had a prime. And then like everyone tried to veto the trade because they thought Moose was an idiot, which isn't a reason to veto a trade. <laughs> uh, I don't remember this. I remember me and Lionel did a trade that was in after the buzzer, and um, we got it in somehow. We told Anton, like, Anton was at do, the doing right fucking favors for Lionel. Um, but the thing is, like, the I don't trade need, deadline like, is the twenty second of this month, so in two weeks, I guess. Like, who would who would I trade? Like. The, most player, most teams don't have a player like as good as like anyone I have. Like, there's not a lot of value in me like giving up my good players to other teams. I don't know why I would do that. I think like your punishment for not winning the league should be having to listen to everything you're saying right now. Like, I listen to most of my podcasts. That's how I. That's how I get better. Oh, I'm at, I'm at 15 points. Hunter Henry with 11 so far. Good for him. Um. All right, Hudson, we hit the hour mark, which is the good threshold. Or, like, sad and... and... What? No, you're dropping out. I can't hear you. Hudson. Are you there? You cut out. Hello. Yeah, I think my internet died. All right, well, I was saying um, it's time to wrap up anyway, unless you have any last words of wisdom. No, just that, you know, worst of luck going forward. I hope you missed the playoffs. And uh, You already said you want to beat me in the finals. Well, I assume you're not going to. That was a you you make choice it, of if you don't make it after talking all this shit, it would be way funnier. in the finals and you chose me. So you are hoping that I make the playoffs, in fact. I wasn't really thinking of it like that, but I guess, I guess you're right. Now, realistically, you shouldn't want to play me in the playoffs. Um, I don't blame you for that, but. Oh, my last thought before we go is that I agree that the new Taylor Swift is amazing and it's really hoping you play me off with a good one. 
I wasn't, I honestly wasn't even going to do one this week because, like, I'm really tired and I have more work to do and I just don't want to. But because you said that, uh, I'll do the work. Oh, wow. That's great. That, I spend more time on editing my intro outros than I do on my fantasy team in a week, probably. Um, well, I think we actually appreciate it, you know. Do you, do you, have, do no, you have a song No request? emails and no feedback, but it's good. Um, no, whatever you think is good. I've already used up all the songs I like, so I'm going to have to, like, just listen to a bunch to pick one now. But the uh, album about, is good. The album is good. Yeah, it's a good album. There's one about New York where she – that you could do that one. That, that's, like, topical. Dude, that was off her last album. No, that was two – Welcome to New York was, like, two albums ago. No, that was, no, no. That was on 1985. Uh, no, no. There's one about uh, Cornelia Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's a street like right near where I used to live. No, no. I actually, I, there's that place, Cornelia Street Cafe. I used to go there a lot. Um, okay. Yeah, that's about New York City. Yeah, you're right. I do like that song. Good call. Good call. Um, all right. Thanks for coming to the pod, Hudson. I yep. don't actually care if your team makes playoffs or not because you're not on my list of teams to beat, but whatever. It'll be interesting. Either way. All right. Talk to you later. See you, man. Bye. And